takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody is doing well, and uh, thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and that now also includes YouTube, so check us out over there, uh, and please subscribe so you can watch anytime you want. Lots to talk about today on the show, Islanders uh, sort of, you know, Barry Trotz making the announcement that right now Ilya Sorokin is going to be the Islanders' starting goalie. So what is that going to mean going forward for this team? And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the implications of it as we move forward. We also have our weekly farm report, our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a full preview of tonight's game at home against the Boston Bruins. So a packed show for you today. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment about something we talked about, or a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, feel free to email us. We are at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever subject that you want to talk about. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Plus, I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, so uh, always great to interact with fans during the games and, and talk a little Islanders hockey, or really any time. So uh, please do stop by Ice Wars NYR VSNYI, and uh, we can get to it and talk a little Islanders hockey. Let's get started with the announcement <clears throat> that Ilya Sorokin is now going to get the bulk of the work. And like we discussed on yesterday's show, Sorokin deserves the majority of the work as of right now. He has won, you know, Islanders have won seven games this season. Sorokin has won all seven. Varlamov didn't have a training camp. He was injured. Uh, Realistically, still not, you know, he's playing okay, but not playing up to his highest level yet. And Sorokin has been playing exceptionally well. But what does this mean? Something to keep in the back of your mind. It's a little premature, but not a lot. If the Islanders continue to struggle, if by the end of this month they're still not on some kind of a streak where they're back into the thick of the playoff race, maybe, just maybe, you know, the Islanders would be sellers at the trade deadline. And I don't mean sellers like rip the whole foundation of the team down and start all over again. No, 
This team is too good under normal circumstances for that. But take a veteran like Simeon Varlamov. Trade him at or before the trade deadline. Saves you about $5 million in cap space. You're not going to win this year anyway. Again, not there yet, but maybe we get there. And then Sorokin becomes your number one goalie going forward. Whether Jakub Skarik or Corey Schneider or you bring in another goalie at some point for next year who costs a lot less than the $5 million that you're spending on Varlamov, you get a pick, you get a goal scorer, you get a prospect, not all of them, but probably one or two of those things. Maybe that is one thing that the Islanders can sort of keep in the back of their minds Moving forward, I want to know what you all think about that. So again, email the show, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and let me know. Uh, again, I'm not saying do this now, but if the team continues to struggle and they're not going to make the playoffs this year, maybe, you know, January, February, uh, at the trade deadline, maybe that's the time you think about making that kind of a move, knowing that your goaltending is in good hands with Ilya Sorokin. So, something to think about. Just putting it out there, not saying it's going to happen right away, but uh, it might be something that helps all concerned on over the long run. Wanted to uh, do our weekly farm report right now, and the farm report, you know, the Bridgeport Islanders, as we talk all things Bridgeport, they have been sort of in a win-one-lose-one kind of a situation. And you look back and, you know, over the weekend, two home games, one win, one loss. And the red-hot player right now, Chris Terry, who has a seven-game point streak, Austin Zarnick, who we talked about yesterday, Otto Koivula, these are the guys who are really helping the Bridgeport Islanders play very, very well. Terry now tied for ninth in the AHL scoring race, and that is definitely a big thing. On last Saturday, the Bridgeport Islanders, five goals. They beat the Toronto Marlies five to four, and two goals for Otto Koivula. Austin Zarnick, three points in that game for the second straight time. And the Islanders scored four of the final five goals in the game. They were down three to one, managed to tie it up. And, you know, two helpers from Mitch Van de Sample, Corey Schneider, 22 saves. That's his third straight win. And the Islanders skate away with the W. But on Sunday, they faced the Belleville Senators, also a home game. And they end up falling in that one by a score of 3-2. to two. Koivula scored again. Grant Hutton also with a goal. But here's the thing, you know, Bridgeport, they let up a goal just 33 seconds into the game. And that is a problem. They managed to score the next two, entered the third period with a 2-1 to one lead, and then watched it fall apart with two third period goals. Jakob Skarik, 29 saves. He's now 5-6 and two on the season. Bridgeport playing the Providence Bruins now as I record this episode. 
So uh, that's a game that was originally supposed to take place on December 4th, but COVID protocols uh, made them reschedule that one. And so that is the situation. This weekend, uh, two road games as the uh, Bridgeport Islanders have a three-game road trip Saturday at 6 o'clock. They will be at the Charlotte Checkers Sunday, a 1 o'clock matinee, also at Charlotte. And then next Wednesday, December 22nd, they will go to Hartford to take on the Wolf Pack as the Islanders and Rangers Farm Clubs meet. And that should be a very, very good matchup. So lots going on in Bridgeport right now. And hopefully, you know, the, the Bridgeport Islanders are sort of in the same boat wins and losses wise as the New York Islanders. Win one, lose one. Get, you know, two points or three points in three games, two points in two games. And when you get off to a slow start, that's not good enough. So hopefully they'll turn things around, get a little bit more consistent. Certainly Bridgeport in a much better place than they were a year ago and two years ago. Progress being made, but more progress necessary. And let's hope this team continues to do it. Getting some better goaltending. Got to get the defense tightened up and a little more consistency throughout the lineup. Remember, we do our farm report usually on Wednesdays. And please make sure you join us then for all things Bridgeport. When we return, we will discuss tonight's game against the Boston Bruins at the UBS Arena. We'll have a full preview of that. We also have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more. So make sure you stay with us right here on Locked On Islanders Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. But Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you against the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup, winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you're in control of the stakes, too. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey. Use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. So tonight, the Islanders will be hosting the Boston Bruins, a fairly familiar foe, and this is a big game because, you know, again, the Islanders are in that win one, lose one mode. Boston, right 
in the thick of the hunt for the Atlantic Division playoffs, a team that the Islanders may have to pass to get a playoff berth in the Eastern Conference. Right now, like the Islanders, Boston has only played uh, less games than most of the teams around them, 25 to be exact. Boston 14-9-2, 30 points as of right now. And for Boston, their last game uh, came on Tuesday when they lost to the Vegas Golden Knights at home by a score of 4-1. to one. That ended a two-game winning streak for the Bruins. And now they are on the road. This game against the Islanders is the first of a three-game road trip. And the thing about the Bruins, they're kind of like the Islanders. They struggle to score goals. 27th in the league in goals scored. But third in the league in goals against. So their defense is indeed quite strong. And that is more or less what makes them such a good team. The other thing is, offensively, where do they get their goals? The power play. So the Islanders have to stay out of the box. They cannot take those foolish penalties that they took against Detroit and that they've taken so often during this early season struggle. Boston is sixth in the league with a 24.7% power play conversion rate. On the PK, they're just a smidge above the middle, 14th with an 81.1% kill. Jeremy Swayman is the number one goalie, 2.29 goals against a 9.17 save percentage, one shutout. He's 7-5 and 2. Linus Ulmark is the other goalie. He's 7-4 and 0, a 9.21 save percentage, and a 2.56 goals against average. And the leading scorer right now, Brad Marchand, 27 points in 21 games, 11 of them goals. Patrice Bergeron, 10 goals and 23 points. David Pasternak, 8 goals and 21 points. Charlie Coyle, sort of a, a, a dark horse guy, moved up to second line center. He has 7 goals and 14 points on the year. We look at the line combinations for the Boston Bruins and, you know, they've had to do a little bit of juggling because of uh, illnesses and COVID. Brad Marchand day-to-day as of right now. So they juggled the lineup. And against Vegas, it was Patrice Bergeron centering Taylor Hall and David Pasternak on the top line. As I mentioned, Charlie Coyle now the uh, second-line pivot. Eric Walla and Nick Felino flanked him. And uh, that made for an interesting combination. Thomas Nosek uh, is the third-line center with Jake DeBrusque and Carson Kuhlman on either side of him. Trent Frederick centers the fourth line. Anton Blyde and Curtis Lazar are his wingers. On defense, Derek uh, Forbor and Charlie McAvoy are the top pairing. Matt Greslick and Mike Riley are the second pair while John Moore and Connor Clifton are the third. We talked about the power play unit. Bergeron, Felino, Pasternak with McAvoy and Taylor Hall on the point of the first unit. Coyle, Frederick, Kuala up front on the second unit with Jake DeBrusque playing the point and Greslick as well. So those are the units. Swayman and Ulmark are the goalies. And uh, right now, in addition to Marshant, Jacob Zborl is on the IR. 
Brandon Carlo and Craig Smith listed as day-to-day, so check the uh, lineups to see whether or not those players will be available for the Bruins. But as far as the Islanders are concerned, this is a home game. This is a situation where the Islanders, you know, they're still not going to have Matthew Barzal back. But assuming that COVID, which is going rampant around the league right now, doesn't cancel this game, if the Bruins or Islanders don't have a breakout, if the Islanders still have roughly the same lineup, they've got to do a few things. One of them is stay out of the penalty box. Another one is get the puck on the net. I mean, right now, Oliver Wallstrom and Anders Lee are among the only players doing that. We need still more from Bavillier, Palmieri, Parise, Bailey. The usual suspects need to play a little bit better for the New York Islanders if this team hopes to win. Boston is not an easy team to beat, and the Islanders have their work cut out for them. But again, you know, you're playing at home. This is a team that you eliminated from the playoffs a year ago. The Islanders need to get on track, beat this team, and start putting some wins together. Because, you know what, if they don't, I'll tell you, by the end of this month, if the Islanders don't even put together a few, get two, three, you know, win three out of four. Go 4-1-1 one, and one in six. Do something where you get on a little bit of a streak. If they don't do that and do it soon, we have to start thinking about just saying, not that this is a bad team, not that this team needs to be rebuilt, but that just circumstances, whether it's between injuries and COVID, this is not going to be our year. Start thinking about what we have to do for next year. Again, we're not there yet. But the longer this happens, the longer this team goes without getting on track and putting some wins together, the closer we get to that point. We have got more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and some final thoughts entering tonight's game. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get Primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get Primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product, but Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet, So Primal Origin Oils, they make bombs, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the USA. And the combo kits make a great holiday gift. And if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to other products you've used. We promise you, you will see and feel the difference. Remember the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code Locked On for 20% off at checkout, PrimalOriginOils.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And this one, I'll tell you, uh, not not a guy who maybe is very well-known, but uh, a guy who played for the Islanders for one season, 
happy birthday, and this one is a couple of days late, but uh, Corey Conacher, now 32 years old, he, the Berlin, uh, Burlington, Ontario native, undrafted, only 5'8", a buck 85, had four strong seasons at Canisius College, and then made his NHL debut with the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2012-2013. Later that year, went to Ottawa. A year later, Buffalo. And then in 2014-2015, 15 games with the New York Islanders, one goal, three points, Spent some time at Bridgeport and Utica as well. Then uh, paid for the Lightning. And since then, since 2020-2021, he has played in Switzerland. And right now he's still playing for Bern SC in the Swiss Hockey League in 29 games this year, 11 goals, 17 points. So he is putting the puck in the net in Switzerland in the NHL, 193 games, 28 goals, 75 points. You add eight, uh, 10 playoff games, and he has three goals in those playoff contests. And no, they did not come with the New York Islanders. He was a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning for those. But we are going to go back and look at Corey Conacher's best game with the Islanders. October 11th, 2014 at the Nassau Coliseum. The Carolina Hurricanes are the visiting team. Uh, Anton Kudobin is the goalie for Carolina. Chad Johnson in goal for the Islanders in this one. And it was the Isles getting on the board first with Nathan Gerby in the penalty box for slashing. John Tavares got his first of the year on the power play. Brock Nelson and Johnny Boychuk with the assists at 350, but with Travis Hamanick in the box for hooking the uh, Hurricanes answer with a power play goal of their own, uh, Yuri Tulusti, his first from uh, John Michael Lyles, and Alexander Seaman were even at 1-1. But just 31 seconds after the Tulusti goal, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Corey Conacher gets his first of the year, his only goal as an Islander, John Tavares and Kyle Oposo with the assists. Islanders up 2-1. to one. But in the closing seconds, Tulusti gets his second power play goal of the game. Matt Martin off for tripping. Eric Stahl and Alexander Semin with the assists at 1943. 2-2 after the first period. The Islanders, though, get two goals in the second period. Again, the power play gets to work. And with... Semin in the box, and Brock Nelson is third from Boychuk and Oposo at 647. And then with less than five seconds left in the period, Josh Bailey, his first from Franz Nielsen and Nikolai Kuhleman. That's at 1956. Islanders up 4-2 to two after two periods. Tulusti completes the hat trick with an unassisted goal at 1401 of the third period. And that was all she wrote. The Islanders close the door, Chad Johnson making 21 saves, but for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Corey Conacher, one goal at even strength. He had two shots on goal, and that was his only goal as a member of the New York Islanders. So it's a couple of days late, but a very happy 32nd birthday to Corey Conacher as he continues his hockey career in Switzerland. Big game for the Islanders. They've got to start winning. Hopefully they can get that much done. 
and we'll see what happens. Don't forget, email us with your thoughts on the possibility of trading uh, Simeon Varlamov if this team continues to struggle and we get closer to the trade deadline. I, I think it would make sense if we find ourselves in that position, but uh, again, that's something that Lou Lamorello has to figure out. This team needs a puck-moving defenseman. They need more goal scoring, and they're going to need it not just for this year, but for next year. Is Zach Parise going to be back? Is Zdeno Chara going to be back? A lot of question marks there. Probably no is the answer to both of those. Got to get some reinforcements. Got to get another puck-moving defenseman. Saving some cap space and trading away the goalie might be one way to do it. I love Varley. I'd love for him to stay. But in the world of salary cap hockey, uh, that may be one move that the Islanders have to make. And at the trade deadline, they may just be able to get their biggest haul. It's either then or before the draft next year. So, again, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts about it. And uh, always good to hear from our listeners with regard to that. That is going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So again, thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Right now, it is time to make your second listen, Locked On Bets. It is your one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q and expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. We'll be back tomorrow with a full recap of last uh, of tonight's game against Boston and a full preview of all this weekend's contests. Have a great day. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.